I'm Nels Anderson. And I'm Jesse Turner. And welcome to Terminal 7. Hey, Nels. Hey, buddy. How's it going, man? 73. 73! And unlike the last, I don't know, <laughs> what, like, five or six episodes yeah. we recorded this time, we were recording after the big news happens. That's, yes. And I'm relieved as hell about it. <laughs> we are finally <laughs> caught up and on the level. Yep. It's um, really nice. Yep. Uh, but yeah, there is now... Even more, we're now in a post-rotated world. We live yes. in a rotated land. It's uncanny. It's, it's like, it's still strange. the same, but strange. Yeah, so, you know, we uh, had a first, like, little small game night tournament. How'd um, I go? How'd I go? In the new rotation world. That was, it was pretty good. We'll talk about it a little bit later. Sure. Uh, but it was super fun, but things are different. That's oh, right. Oh, buddy boy, things are different. That's and right. also, part of the reason why things are so damn different is because now, Netrunner has a banned... And restricted list. That's right. And I wasn't familiar with this, but this is actually what Game of Thrones does. Yes. Is that correct? And I believe FFG also has this in their uh, Star Wars card game. Right. I don't know how actively supported that is. Uh, but, but when it was being actively supported, it might still be. I don't really know. I just don't play it. So it sounds like it's you, it's handy in a lot of games as a tool to yeah. control the game. Which, um, uh, And if, for people that don't know what this means, this means things that are on the restricted list, you can pick one of those cards from that list yep. and put up to three copies or in your deck. Or whatever, whatever the normal states. restrictions The normal are. restrictions. Yeah. Sure. So if for some reason Spy Camera went on there, you could pick it and still get all six. Correct. For example. Yeah. And um, Band is like, see you later. Yeah, it's band gone. Is all it's gone. Gone forever. And that's like, <laughs> and that's that's always a pretty big, and I know it must break some hearts uh, for, you know, game designer-wise. Yeah. Like, oh, it's the card's gone forever. But there's something really cool, and I think actually adds a lot of neat history to those cards, to those interactions. People are going to be like, why is this on there again? Oh yeah, I remember this crazy thing you could do. Holy cow! It just busted the game. It stripped the game. Like it's so. I I do think there's silver. There's there's always silver lining hanging around. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, that's the thing is like when there was rumor, or maybe we even talked about this when the most wanted list first came out or something. Um, like in general, like I don't think, especially a band list. Um, is just like it's it's fine, right? Like it, it's a big dramatic change, and certainly I'll take big dramatic changes over other quibbles. But I just think it's like the least interesting design solution to this problem, right? Sure. It's literally it's just like what happens? All the card is just gone. You just threw it in the trash. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's, it's obviously it's very clean. Yep. Like it's clean and clear. Um, and that's cool. But that's it's fun. water. It's fine. Just tasteless as water. Yeah. It's just like it's not. It doesn't like encourage people to do interesting things. It just literally says this thing is gone. And um, what's interesting on the flip side of like something that isn't an analog game is like in the digital sphere, you can actually just like yeah, rewrite just, everyone's yeah, card while they sleep. <laughs> patch it and it would be fine. Which is which, um, which is kind of weird and, and too. Like, technically, you can do that with errata, but errata is far less. I, I mean, I think if the choice is a band list or just issuing a bunch of errata, okay, well, sure, I'll take the band list because errata means like the, oh. ca the card doesn't do what it says anymore. And then you have to like feature addition future printings might have their text updated and blah like that one is for sure the messiest yeah um so yeah it's i mean whatever it's fine i'm not like sour about it or anything it's just kind of like well, that's kind of the not not the most interesting option um mm. but the changes it has broadly wrought yes because this band and revised list went into effect on october 1st the same day that Genesis and Spin Cycle cycle up, cycled out, kind of. Except some of those are back in for Core Two as well. So it's like <laughs> it's madness now. Yeah, well, there's almost because there's like all this stuff that's on the band list, but then there was also all the like see you later, like all the stuff from yeah. Core One that didn't make it into Core Two that was also kind of banned in a sense. Yeah, right? it's, it's yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, so that was it's. This is probably the time when the game has is changing the most. It's at its most for confusing because sure. there's going to be people that are going to be buying collections and like, wait, these aren't there anymore. Yeah, what, what is happening? I can't use these. Yeah, What's going but on? even like future rotations are not going to be probably as dramatically, you know, there's not going to be as dramatic of a sea change. As, That's right. As this, That's right. Because right. it's like what's available in the core set. Totally changed. Yep. Two cycles gone. Also yep. revised man list. Ha ha. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's quite a. 
quite a thing. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of, yep. let, let, let's talk about what actually is on this list. Yeah, definitely. Um, but you, cl- cl- I must say, classic Jesse move. Uh, not, I don't use a lot of the cards that are on these. Perfect. Which yeah, is, who cares? <laughs> which is typically because yeah. I tend to make bad decks, bad deck decisions. <laughs> but let's start on the runner side, and let's just go. Do you want to start what got totally just removed yep. first? So yeah. the stuff that was blasted completely away. Yeah. Um, interestingly. None of this was from Lunar, and only one card in this whole entire thing was from Sansan. So almost all of this stuff was from Mumbai or Red Sands. Yeah. Um, so the the uh, the runner cards that were just flat out friggin' removed forever was. <laughs> the bane of all tagging decks. I think all decks, man. It's uh, probably all decks. Um, Aaron Maron. Aaron Maron got too much heat. Yep. So sorry, Aaron Maron. Uh, Blue Moose. Faust, Rumor Mill, Salvaged Venatus Armory, Sifir, and Temujin Contract. The Temujin Contract. Yep. So, um, I'm seeing a lot of econ in this removed list now. Yeah. Either direct or indirect. Yep. Uh, yep. That is what almost all, aside from maybe Rumor Mill, uh, and I guess the, the Salvaged Armory. Um, yeah. That's a whoo, buddy. Yeah, big changes. Um, Faust was like, like Faust was Faust again when it came out, very 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 powerful card. Yeah, obviously worked in a lot of. I decks. mean, so here's the interesting thing. Like I, putting Faust on this list is probably some degree of future proofing, I guess, because you know if you're to look at like say, the last six months, it wasn't exactly that Faust was running rampant. No, right? Yeah, um, especially now that people have another agreed. option for another really good AI breaker in the form of Amakua. Yeah, the turtle. Um. So it's kind of interesting that Faust ended up on there because since Wildside is gone from the from the core set, so effectively also banned, um, getting infinite cards forever is a little bit trickier. Sure. So it's kind of interesting that it was still it was probably just that, you know, given that Runner Econ has been kind of tamped down quite a bit. If you're like, wow, okay, I don't really, I'll go back to not caring about money and just use cards. Great guys with cards. Yeah. Like, okay. Taking that away too. Yeah. So maybe, I I guess it kind of makes sense, but that was the one that was felt the most surprising just because it hadn't been as ubiquitous. Yeah. As compared to basically all the rest of these, (laughs) which, with the exception of one, which we can talk about separately, um, were all like ubiquitous or either had been so ubiquitous the cards they were useful against were not playing any longer. So that was the thing that, you know, removed their ubiquity, right? Yeah, like Parasite going away and Sif are still getting taken down. It's pretty crazy. That shows that just how how bonkers that thing is. Playing with that set strength Playing playing with that set strength is uh it's just like it the 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 value there is just way too yeah. way too crazy. So that's interesting. Also Blue Moose uh, it looks like they opened that bar on the Mars there for about Two weeks. Two weeks. It was, it was a pop up. It was a cool pop up. <laughs> it was a great pop up. Now it's definitely. And now it's gone. And um, that's because so so basically, uh, I'll help me out here. But Bloom has basically made it so if you didn't care about recursion, just played hard aggressive netrunner. It just was just get more money, win more, money forever, money forever. You're always gonna be playing cards. You're always gonna be using cards. That's gonna be two credits a turn until you win the game. Until you yeah. steamroll the corp. Yeah. And I guess since it feels like a lot of these changes were basically there to kind of yeah like i said tamp down econ on both sides but especially on the runner side um this is in line with that um still like i'm not <laughs> given how hard it is to have be a runner with money now i'm like well it maybe would have been fine if blue boost stuck around i think <laughs> but but just given that it was like a neutral card that was almost certainly going to be three of in every single deck yep Probably says like not even influence. Yeah, hit on influence it. just list, like right. go hang in the blue moose. Yeah. And, you're, you're and I fine. think probably that if blue moose had like a pip or two of influence on it, that it would be fine. If it had the dreaded donut to uh, the dreaded right. donut two pips. Yeah, yeah, on this neutral card, yeah. it would be like it would be the it would be challenging to put it into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, in an interesting way, I think it's the same reason why it's like, you know, Lucky Find was two, right? Yep. Um, like, it could have fit in that space relatively comfortably because it's, re- it's really a lot less potent if you don't have all three copies. Uh, but it didn't, and since the most wanted list is a thing that doesn't exist, any like, the most wanted list mechanic of, like, having 
new temporary not printed on the card influence on the cards that's like gone they, is that, and that's just gone that is gone now right? because most, replaced by this by this so it's kind of like okay well since you can't do the most you can't give it influence without issuing errata simple problem is just to blow it up sure sure yeah. but it is dramatic yes and uh our cash space our space kitten is gone uh yep which i think is like honestly like th- that I, car- that card to me is that's that's super to me that's <laughs> yeah that's fine that's totally fine I think, even, I, even with caprice gone there are too many other good upgrades that get blanked by rumor yeah, mill and and there's uh, like for, basically all of yeah them. and the worst <laughs> the, the worst thing is it, it just feels like like it's, it's suffocating it's a suffocating card yeah. it's just the game just stops and yeah. Well, yeah, especially with, you know, both Ash and Strongbox being rescued from the dustbin of rotation, that it feels like kind of design-wise where they want to ensure that the game is still viable is like actually... Yeah, defensive upgrades actually... Scoring out of remotes, using defensive upgrades. Yeah, and when Rumor Mill says they're all gone, yeah. Um, yeah. that's and, a bummer. And finally, we're, we'll just briefly go over the, the egregious Salvage Venatus Armory plays that were happening. Yes, which, which, so this was a whole other separate thing. Yeah, we're basically, um, if, if no one followed, basically the runner would self would play a game of solitaire, self-damage enough, and explode the corp into 30 card mills plus by turn 8. Yeah. If, if, the, if the cards were aligned, if the combo was aligned. It was basically not runner, and then the corp is just exploded. Yep, and has like five cards left. Yeah, right <laughs> you, you just, I don't, care, I don't care who you're playing, you're not going to win that way. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so that that one was more just like a oh oops, this didn't card didn't work the way we intended. I mean, like from I I didn't quite pay attention to the language, and I thought it was like oh, that, when this card triggers, you mill a number of cards equal to the damage that you just took. Just took, like not, but, but it's the, not. It's, it's, it's worded <laughs> as the turn. So yes. for example, if you deal up to ten damage, which is feasible in these decks, ten yeah. damage yourself, you 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 play one, it costs on zero. your own turn, on your own turn, yeah, you play one, it costs zero, you you, you or it's it's already out, it's popped, then you play another one and self damage one, you've technically taken ten damage already plus yep. that one, so you're dealing eleven mil, yeah, and then you do the one more and it's like up to thirty. Yep. Now what what I, like flavor wise, I find this funny because it's kind of like yeah, guns and netrunner don't really work together, like <laughs> like right. being being a netrunner, like sure, you, but like, like being a runner, sure you could. Get like a bunch of forty fives and bust into a room and hold everybody captive, or start blowing things up like with with grenades and stuff. But that just doesn't. That's not how the game works. You're right. supposed to uh, go in with a different way, find another avenue. That yeah. that connection you met at the bar, that's going to get you an in. Yeah, it's subtle. It's subtleties and it's like, uh, you know, drifting and pulling a deal and then <laughs> finding a bunch of guns on right. Mars. Yeah breaks the whole system yeah you're like you just blew up yeah. you blew up wayland like you just uh-huh. blew them up yeah like, you're, you're 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 not a netrunner now you're like a terrorist you're, you're you know there's, there's things you're doing now that are very wrong or whatever. yeah so i i, I do find it funny flavor wise that the card just get, shut, shut up for it, a second it was just kind of like a bridge too far yes. for anyone to, to be serious about yeah definitely yeah it was very good yeah and also, a- a- accidental very strong theme yeah yeah and, and it's great because it's like i guess they they're, they're out of them that's where the card's gone yeah there's no more armories they, they found i mean like, they found all the salvage infinite number of them they salvaged them all and that's it <laughs> and now the mca and crimson dust are still fighting each other um <laughs> that's right yeah and then the the another and then oh, right probably the one that like the most people are going to be sad about probably maybe toss up between blue moose and temujin but uh temujin contract going away is yep. a is a humongous humongous hit to runner Econ, econ especially yeah. run based it econ. found itself in in every deck yeah like every, every every color could 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 do some do some proper work temujin's some some good work oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah um so that thing being gone is also very impactful it's again it feels like it's in line with the whole like slowing down econ yeah um making the game more thoughtful maybe like less the, I, maybe we'll talk about that more sure, later <laughs> sure sure <laughs> maybe uh and then over on the corpse side yeah, the yeah, cards yeah. that were just straight up removed. See, and now this is less, which is which is interesting. Yeah. I found yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So 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 what are these? We got we got the clone suffrage movement. <laughs> Good. The, the much maligned friends in high places. Oh yeah. Uh, Mumbad City Hall and Sensi Actors, Actors Union. Union. Uh, so two of the four political assets. Yeah. <laughs> like, just gone. It's a great like politics in Netrunner. Like come on, like yeah. <laughs> I think that's great. And one more, which we'll talk about when we talk about the restricted cards. One more, the third, the third one ended up on the restricted list. Yes. So the only political asset you can play unrestricted is the commercial bankers group. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's cool. Um, 
Yeah, these these ones are definitely less surprising. <laughs> yes. Um, friend, uh, friends. Friends. While is, the uh, yeah, fr- friends uh, is so ob- friends is obnoxious. Yeah. I mean, it feels like much like, especially on the runner side, there was a like the deliberate through line through a lot of this was calm down runner econ. Yep. Feels like on the corp side, a lot of these choices plus the stuff that rotated out mm-hmm. was uh, calm down corporate recursion. Yeah, ab- abuse abusing the same assets that were they were out, they were used, they were played around with. You've succeeded, and it's just like hit the reset button, and yep. we're back to square one. Except you're crippled financially. Yeah, I just got. The tempo hit for me is like ridiculous off the charts. Yeah. Yeah. So it feels like that friends will not really be missed, especially because restore exists and restore, I think, is like the less ridiculous version of friends in high place. Yeah. (laughs) I I actually actually had that game we, 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 the game we played at like uh, regionals or whatever. Yeah. I had the best side games against Batty. I crushed you in like four side games. Oh, yeah. In a row. Oh, yeah. And it was like, oh, it's, and it was friendsed back. And I was like, <laughs> well, this, like, it's kind of just like over. Like, it's really, it's like, I'm not going to get that line of perfect, perfect plays. And it's just like, it's just like, I know a lot of people have been in that position and use that card that way. And it's just like, it's just too strong of a play. Yeah. Um, Sensi Actors Union, what do you think about that? That's like, again, another one of these. Yeah. That, that many cards that fast. Past is just nuts. You're playing a different game at that point. Yeah. Um, especially when you when it, you don't even spend any clicks to do it. It's just literally it vomits cards into your hands with rapidity. And that, um, and again and of course the, the recursion with um, clone suffrage and the and the <laughs> the city hall the, yeah, the, the crazy tutoring the tutoring just like on demand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Was uh, also also not that surprising um so yeah all those things definitely feel like they make a whole lot of sense yeah, frankly yeah yeah um i'm, I'm fine i'm yeah. fine thank god so um, let's, let's jump into restricted and again yeah, so this is like pick one ignore the rest yep so kind of the, the if, far more if, interest well because there's actually a decision <laughs> to make here and not just uh rip them up say goodbye to this card <laughs> Set them on um, fire. yeah with these it's like okay yeah you can get one of these and you'll notice that like of all the stuff that was removed it was primarily anarch and then a couple criminal and a neutral card, right? right. No shape or stuff in there at all. In the restricted? But, but or sorry, the removed card. Removed, yes. But of the restricted stuff, uh, f- <laughs> six of the eight cards. Our, our friends. <laughs> our shaper cards. Our, is our friends a shaper bullshit? Yes. Which is, <laughs> um, so, so what do we have in your nose? We got Aesop's Pawn Shop, Clone Chip, uh, Employee Strike, Film Critic, Gang Sign, Inversificator, Levy AR Lab Access, and... Magnum Opus. Magnum Opus. That's a so again. You we are we the the taping the the tamping down of runner econ even carries over. Yep. To even into the restricted, restricted list. area. So of course here uh, we we know like film critic, amazing card, very yep. very good card. Uh, and it's it's it, it's cool that it's on here. A clone chip again. Clone chip combined with uh these cards are a lot of things. Super super powerful. Yeah. But what's interesting now is like. You're only gonna get the to pick one or the other. You're yep. Like I I I I I've played with Inversificator Kate, and it's yeah. like it's it's like a it's a whole different deal. It's but pretty nuts. you need that opus. Yeah. You need that to opus to be you able need, to pay for you it. Need that current. You need that constant money flow. And if you don't got opus, uh, I wouldn't. I I honestly wouldn't think I'd be comfortable running an Inversificator. Yeah, totally. Deck. Well, that's the interesting thing that like so many of uh, the Shaper decks, especially the ones that I'm used to, are like involve two of these cards yes right like one of my favorite Haley decks is the one where you've got like re it's the reaver shop set up basically right yeah. where you've got reaver and you know cheap throwaway programs like caches and harbingers and stuff and you just every turn you sell it to aesop you get three credits and a card boom like and that's cool oh except without <laughs> without clone ship it's a little bit less bad and without levy it really sucks yeah these like <laughs> Burn, I think, six or maybe nine influence on getting a full stack of tropes. That's, ugh, what? What on earth? <laughs> what am I playing? Yeah, so it's just, man, yeah, without that, well, that's a mess. Mm-hmm. And then when, if you've got, like, okay, well, you just kind of want to go fast, shaper setup, well, then part of the part of the reason why that stuff was really good is because you just find a single SMC, and then you just... You know, you can always clone chip it back to grab your next breaker when you need it, right? But then those decks that go fast can sometimes get really blown out by, you know, uh, like 
either a literal punitive counterstrike <laughs> or a figurative counterstrike in the form of like Hunter Seeker or, sure. or something. So then you kind of want film critic, but you can't have them both. So that sucks. Um, yeah, it is tricky. And again, what this also does is um, savvy players will be very quick to notice that the second you drop down that employee strike, you're like, oh, good. No clone chips here. Yep. No Feel clone f- chips. No film, no film critics. You're going to have to get my obicadas the hard way, butthole. There you go. Yeah. So that's 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 another interesting mechanic that I'm. Yeah. It's it, Netrunner's always been that good. You're like when players players get a little bit better and they start counting influence, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. Like I haven't seen any influence. This could just be three scorches or whatever. Right. They're, 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 not, they're not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> well, not, not anymore. Three siphons. Ah, no. Um, <laughs> three biotics. Okay. Still possible. Yeah, that's right. Um, we also lost gang sign and gang sign is a, so, so, so actually let's talk a bit about employee strike because employee strike, like to me, I, 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 I never liked that card. Uh, yeah, I, it's, it's like, I understand it's there, but like some decks literally just won't work. Yeah. It felt like it just, they just don't work without their ID. Yeah. Um, I always just play next anyway, so it doesn't matter. You don't care. Me. I don't care. <laughs> Turn one and then you're good. <laughs> Strike yeah. away. So 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 it is. It is a. I like that it's a tech card that you. It you got to commit. Yes. I'm not touching any of these other tools. Yeah. I want the employees to go on strike because I got to say the way that they're tossing out employee strikes, flavor wise, like okay, come on, my my employees <laughs> cannot be this unhappy. Right. I've literally done nothing, and so <laughs> I, I do like that you have to double down, and it's in this pool. Yeah, totally. No, I think it's it's an interesting decision on whether or not you include that versus a bunch of other good stuff now versus just kind of like the three employee strikes in every deck because it turns off Scorpios and Ag Infusion and ugh, so many others, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then a gang sign will be interesting. It feels like if you are going with kind of just a, like, be a little bit more, like, like kind of like a repost Leela setup where yeah. you wait for them to score and then maybe you'll get a couple scores, like a score or two out of R&D, out of HQ from gang signs and then you can then attack um you probably aren't going to be grabbing any of the other of these cards anyway that's right so that's fine and, and hq's back right hq yeah. interface is back so yes so i think that like that's actually good because it means that if you want to do that thing the sit back lula is still like yeah, you, you, it, it's it's potentially viable sure but you're gonna have to you have to lose those other cards yeah exactly like you can't have a film critic it's like well if i see two obicadas what do i do <laughs> it's like you have three cards you take neither of them um <laughs> Yeah, so it feels like that's an interesting trade-off as well that didn't make that arc. Unlike some sh- shape or types which are like effectively impossible now. Yeah. Um, that kind of reposty Leela is still totally viable. It just means that you gotta gotta be, gotta, gotta be that's craftier. The, that's the only option you got, and then you gotta be craft. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You gotta be craftier and with the other stuff you take, and that's cool. Yep. And uh, like film critic again, like the power of film critic, especially with stuff like the protocols and the stuff you don't want to steal anything, or else you get you'll get punished. Uh, film critic is super powerful, but again. You want to get in bed with the film critics, you're not going to have time to make the right. employees strike. They're so needy. Like, they're so... Uh, yeah, like, call you every so day. Needy. <laughs> so, I I think that's good, too, because, again, like, film critic is a card that the second it hits the table, the corp is like, crap. Like, yep. nuts. But what's cool now is the corp can be like, oh, oh, that's all you're running. You're low on cards. I can, I can, I can yeah, push yeah. for something else. Because you're Scorp- not going to levy now. I know you're not going to friggin' levy. Yep. Like, yeah. that, that Scorpios doesn't have to worry about both employee strike and film critic. Yep. Probably makes it pretty happy. Yes, uh, yeah, and, and that's good. And I think that's a like I think that's something that's interesting that's coming from a uh, like a, a reductive move, but it's it's like productive in a way that player good players can can use it to their advantage. Totally, which is which is interesting. Yeah. So what's so what happened to our corporation? Yeah, tell me. So the corp also has their own list of restricted cards. Again, again, shorter or yeah, a little no, but the same. Same number eight. It was eight, eight on both sides. Eight on both sides. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So what what did the corporations have to? To, to have to pick a favorite. Yeah. They, uh, the Bioethics Association, from our friends at Gentechi, Estelle Moon. <laughs> the infamous. Favorite, the infamous Estelle Moon. Fairchild 3, the powerhouse of the Fairchild line. Global Food Initiative. Hunter Seeker. Mumba Temple. Museum of History. And... Obokata Protocol. Yeah. So the Obokata Protocol had a two-week time in the sun. Hey. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
But but so these so these are interesting too. Fairchild three, we all know, super powerhouse. Yeah. Hilariously, whenever I play with this damn card, it's always in a position where like it was the first click the guy got through anyways. Or right. He can just like he can just eat the trashes and not care. He has right. no money to pay through. It's, it's like, like I, got two, yeah. I got two crits left on this daily cast. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. But um, my favorite card on here is Global Food Initiative. Yeah, because when when you see Global Food Initiative, you you'll instantly know like okay, I know what tricks he's running. This is where yep. he put all his eggs. Like it's yep. a, that, I don't have to worry about moon spam garbage yeah. or uh, oh, it's a surprise Fairchild three. Yeah, so but, but the, the, the best thing that this does is make people spend their influence on cooler things than yes, global food. Totally. <laughs> yes, I agree with that. That like often a lot of the glacier decks. Part of the reason why they were so potent was that like you know it was the corp has to score three to win but the runner has to steal four to win yeah right? and this is like you yeah, still yeah, do yeah. that but you're gonna lose a couple of your more potent tools to do that so yeah. make 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 good choices and I, I like these like when they're restricted and they're cross-faction that to me is like so cool like when yeah. when wayland dips in and grabs a fairchild three like even just 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 the the the, the flavor and the idea of that no alone. one no one will see it coming yeah, like just that <laughs> idea alone is so cool to me i got yeah um i mean it's interesting like uh, that bioethics the third of the four political <laughs> it's assets like, also showed up on here um I think probably, with the exception of maybe um, Potential Unleashed or Chronos Protocol, I guess, uh, probably almost all other Jinteki setups are going to want to take Obokata Protocol. Yeah, definitely. But, th- but, yeah. It, but there's a couple where you're like, oh, okay, well, actually, maybe I'll get more mileage out of this No, because, because you want to deal that damage, not yeah. ignore four, yes. which is the big thing that players got to remember. Just because you're dealing with death by a thousand cuts, uh, the protocol doesn't hurt anybody when he finds it. If yes. they choose not to take the damage. Exactly. So, like, if, if you want to be attritioning, if you want to be wearing that runner down and grinding him down, you probably don't want the protocol. Yeah. Because you're not going to be dealing downs with that. You're going to be, they're going to realize, like, okay, draw up and then I'll run it again. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, totally. Um, so, I think that's an interesting trade-off. And similarly, like, all those very, very potent, you know, so-called moon spam HB decks. Yep. They had... Uh, three Estelle Moons, three Fairchild Threes, and three Global Food Initiatives. Yep. So also with <laughs> with Core HB as an ID going away. Uh, oh my god. That it basically says, hey, be very deliberate with the choices you're going to make about how you want to compose your deck. Yeah, and I love uh, that. And I, I think that's very cool. And I love that they split up the temple with the museum. They like those cards used right. to just be. Bro. Oh yes, they used to be in two, bed. two of two, uh, yes, <laughs> both of those, three of in every deck. Yeah, um, and now and what's great is like yeah, you know what, like the temple, the spiritual thing. Yeah, but we also have this museum of history. We have this scientific approach, right? Like, like that's <laughs> why there's a separation. Obviously, yeah. pick one of the other people. Yeah, and, uh, and Hunter Seeker, of course, very powerful card, very very awesome card. Yep. But now when you see it, like you're like, okay, they're not running food. I can like work my way around this i can i can think of other things to to to, to do yeah i know i mean that one is probably just going to be like if you if you if you see, you, if you see a whaling deck that's interested in putting a lot of a lot of the stuff in the bin or just out of the game i'm like ah okay i i know that, that's the one that they've probably got yeah, <laughs> definitely yeah so it feels like this is especially busting up really potent hb decks which i think is cool because yep. they were definitely kind of the the hive mind rightly or wrongly thought that was like the best one um, so it feels like that kind of got, you know, mobbed apart a little bit. Definitely. Which is uh, which is ultimately good, I think. And then there's other interesting decisions and trade-offs to make between what you want of the other stuff, um, which is, just in general, quite cool. Uh, it feels like, as someone who, you know, have at times played a lot of Shaper, not another, I wouldn't say, I don't think I really have a favorite runner faction, but I definitely have played, I've, I've enjoyed basting and Shaper bullshit. Sure. Um, looking <laughs> right. at this restricted list was more of like a, oh man, <laughs> what do I, I don't, how do I even play a Shaper now? I don't know. Right. Um, well, with the corporate stuff, it's like, okay, interesting trade-offs here. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the, the the runners like the run the runners idea like the, the idea of a runner was like you could just grab pull from everything and you you were you were dynamic and you could like you know do do whatever you like and then now it's like you need to be deliberate as a runner like very deliberate which yeah. is pretty, probably feels pretty rest, like restrictive to yeah. a lot of players well and so where where that kind of gets paired up and this was a bit of my experience trying to figure out what the hell I was going to do for a runner deck for this event right um, the small game night tourney that our buddy Keith r- uh, ran thank you so much Keith good job Keith um where it is right now. It is so hard to be a runner and not be broke 
always. You're just it's like uh, it's like what I ended the coffers up, are empty. What I ended up settling on was an Alice Merchant deck that had three Magnum Opuses and three Frantic Coatings just to find the damn thing. Up, oh. um, <laughs> your 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 tutor was your frantically finding. Oh yeah, finding your Magnum Opus. And let me tell you, there, there was one game where I fired two Frantic Coatings <laughs> and did not see a single Magnum Opus, and I hadn't seen one at all. Uh, so that was cool. Um, and when you don't find that. You're just so hard up. Like in that deck, I spent two pips of influence on two build scripts just because I needed to like draw cards so I could try to find the opus, which was actually the solution to my money problems. Right. Like, like Temujin is gone. Desperado is gone. Account Siphon is gone. Caddy's gone. Yeah. Like all these bedrocky. Um, and Blue Moose was barely there. But like, yeah, Blue Moose is there. Uh, they're gone again. Um, <laughs> that like all the things you relied upon for runner economy, it's all just all of it was deleted right? right like even the things you've got like security testing it gets you two credits and the corp can and like the- very easily they can put a piece of ice in <laughs> front this- of every server they have that's going to cost you more than two credits to break yep and so there there are so there's just so many fewer cards that synergize well with security testing type access replacement you're like oh god what do i do there okay sure. well that's not an option uh, bank, job, bank job, but there are way more single um, server, <laughs> single server or no server, right? Uh, corp decks that are totally viable. So you're like, they might before you could be like, well, at least they'll have three Jacksons, and then I'll at least force them to use their Jackson prematurely. With this. But now it's like that you could totally run a deck that literally has zero assets, right? Like so zero, yeah. So like the the corp really clammed up, and uh, they got their money out of the banks. Yeah, like, like it's crazy. it's so hard on the econ side for runners where you're like i don't know deuce is wild i guess yeah it, it's like it's like these that uh that that very cool list with just 10 10 and all the uh, burst events right like, that's well, like no, that's the thing is it like i think um runners right now that have economy focused ids and there aren't that many of them yeah tenma um, being one of them because yeah you had a bit of money it's actually there. like very viable. That, that money can make a huge difference now where before, like when you're getting four yeah. per temp generator, you're like, I oh, I got an extra one when I played Dirty Lawn. It's like, <laughs> whatever. But now that's actually like not insignificant. Very cool. Very um, cool. Yeah. To a point where it's like, especially on the criminal side, it's just like, what the hell oh, do yeah. you do for money? The crims got like... Because like all of their all of their oh, well, econ was like run based. So now events, is it is it so many of them are gone? Sorry, is it is a bit of like the the the, the cleaning lady the Aeneas? The Aeneas? But again, that's reli- it's relying, relying on, on accessing, you, getting through, on you finding yeah you getting through and finding trashable cards, which some decks just will Mold. literally have zero. Of. Yeah, sure. They will have ice operations and agendas, um, and with hostage being gone as a tutor, you know. If two of your three Aeneases are like in the bottom ten cards of your deck, that's not really reliable. Right before it's like, okay, well you you include three security testings and you find one. Okay, sure. Right, and then you're getting three creds with a Desperado run. Okay, cool. Um, but now it's like you get you find one Aeneas and then you make five accesses. One of those has a trashable card that you choose not to trash, so you get a credit. Wow. Yay. What a crazy space. Yeah. Um. So it's like. Any, like, basically, I can't think, aside from literally Magnum Opus, I can't really think of Runner Econ that is, like, persi- like persistent and reliable. Man, just stripped way back to basics. How crazy is that? Yeah, to a point where it's like, that? do I include Armitage? Yeah. Do I include Zona Sewell Shipping? Like, <laughs> what the hell do I do? And I still don't know what the answer is. That's why I was like, uh, uh. Frantic Cody and Magnum Opus, I guess. Um... <laughs> So I don't know what the hell you do as a runner. Like, sure. apparently where a lot of people are starting to drift is uh, Drip Econ off of, like, Data Folding sure. and Mr. Phones. Yeah, right. Um, which weirdly makes Sunny very well positioned. Um, <laughs> Soccer mom. Not a, not a thing I ever expected to say. Uh, and lots of people are saying that uh, Geist just getting a lot of money off of tech traders and the fact that all of his stuff is super cheap right um right so like start running cheaper stuff that's that's kind of interesting because like at least at least if, if if nothing else uh there was always those games where, like you're like uh what's your credit count uh 28 yeah <laughs> like the runner's like he's like got his temujins early exploded with like 16 credits by yeah. turn like two and you're like uh um 
okay. guess I'll, like how like how am I even like beating this? Yeah. Um. But now it's like ground level. Everybody's like a popper. Like just like yep. going around. Yeah. Things. It's it's nuts. And the uh, the other consequence of this is, um, especially because uh, mid seasons is gone as well oh tagging it and and breaking news is gone that hard-hitting news is back is in a full big way force in a big it's way it's called splashing paper tripping like that's what these yeah. yeah. uh, uh maybe uh, maybe paper tripping <laughs> off the lamb i think is actually very well positioned cool right now. great because you can stick it on any of your resources and you're going to end up with a ton of them because it's kind of your only reliable source for money right. now mr phones is like you're out right? yeah yeah and cool. then you get hit by four dives like uh, uh three of them are fake um <laughs> the news so, so deal with it is fine uh yeah so that's another thing that like corpse can rely a lot more now on either having the runner low money so they can tag them Yep, with hardening news and keep them tagged because then you like res a zealous judge or when they finally crawl out underneath your tags, you've done a bunch of terrible stuff and they finally run again. You go, ha, more hardening news. <laughs> right. um, or they'll just be able to tax you out on making runs on remotes so that you can actually score out of those remotes. Sure, sure. So like, <laughs> scoring windows exist again. Yeah. Ha, that's fun. Yeah, that 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 is super cool because like if you look at the way tagging mechanically was, it was it was all or nothing. Like typically. Yeah. No one really float. If you floated tags, you floated like, oh, I tag you for ten billion. You have ten billion tags. Yeah. Like every like Pluto knows where you are. Like right. that kind of thing. Or it was like I have so I've I've Aaron Marin. Nothing is touching me. Right. I know there's no tags or it happening. This, yeah. This is not the case. Yeah. And now it feels like there might be a game where like yeah I oh, I have one tag I have two tags I'm still playing I can't get rid of them at the moment because I'm focused over here. Yeah. So it feels like the drama is on tags is is there mechanically yeah. more than just say like you're tagged you boom you're dead the game's yeah. over which uh which, which is kind of interesting again though the loss of scorched that's gonna be a big right so now you now you need boom but boom is trashable and you need two tags and i think that's interesting where all the like if you are tagged deal meat damage cards both of them because it's only traffic accident and boom now uh both of them require two tags yeah right? but what, 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 what unless it's like a private security Yes, which right. which is like cool because that's it. Th- those were neat mechanics. I remember when I like I had a score on me and I was floating tags and it was like take three meat damage go and you're like oh shit <laughs> you know yeah. it's like, it's, it's like I only have four clicks and then like oh oh yeah and that and then that that developed tension that wasn't like two scorch okay you're, you're right two yeah, scorch yeah. two scorch I blew up your yeah, house just, yeah maybe there'll be something coming back with either you aim to score a PSF yep or you just use um uh that that one current the media blitz yeah you use media blitz to dupe the effect of the and then just start one they stole and then you just go okay well i i've managed to stick six tags on you you spend like two turns trying to clear them as i'm also dealing damage to you or yeah that's interesting too right like Um, that that, that's tension that that stretches the game over a couple of more interesting turns instead of like pure lockout or pure just uh i blew up yeah but unlike so now it feels like um that there is space for tag punishment that isn't just uh, you explode and die. Sure. Right? Because, like, maybe NBN is going to be able to reliably stick, like, a tag, but they probably can't bank on, you know, two or an infinite number, right? Right. So they're going to be like, okay, well, EOI is a thing again. Yeah, or maybe. Or maybe seeing I. And then it closed accounts. It's just like, boof. Like, yeah. even worse. We're uh, like, I just scraped together. I mean, just, just being a runner, you're basically <laughs> closing your own damn accounts. <laughs> And interesting. So it sounds like they the changes runner side did their job. If their job yeah. was to make the game more, um, I guess what 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 like what would you say is, is some good adjectives? It, or- it just really has kind of dropped things into a much lower gear. Sure. Okay. Which is interesting, right? Yeah. I mean, if this feels like playing the game, you know, like mid Genesis early cool. spin cycle. That, that is neat because like, which is interesting, right? Because it feels like the only way that was ever going to happen, like the only way the the designers were going to be able to pull back the power level just on things so much was this confluence of new core kind of shadow band, a bunch of corset cards, yep. rotation pulled out a bunch of stuff from Genesis and spin, well, everything from Genesis and spin. And then also band restricted list. And this is kind of like, this is the one time where they could just claw a ton of stuff back. Um, and Oh boy, Oh boy. Does it feel like they ever did? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, it also feels like, uh, on the corpse side, fast advance is totally viable, right? Just in a weird way again. Okay. Um, where either you know you're going nuclear fast with 
uh, Titans Transnational. Sure. And then the court and the runner can't uh, stabilize. Or yeah. Or you're going. just uh, turtling up with Tenon. Um, oh, both yeah. of those are feel super real. So, right so, now. and how about like, like Corp didn't take much of an Egon hit, so Glacier must still be fine. Yeah, it's really, you they lost a it. little bit of money, but it was like Clown Town Moon Spam money. Like, yeah, you know, like, it, it feels like the the ad nauseum money is yeah. gone yeah. on both sides. Yeah, in, in, but in you some still ways. have Hedge IPO and yep. then another good Econ source from your faction. Yeah, that's plenty of money, <laughs> especially because you don't need as much money as much money on the runner side. I guess these runners, same old gamble, same old gamble. God, that's a, it's like maybe not bad. Two clicks for five credits. You can do worse. Um, uh, and then the other thing is, since Parasite is gone oh, yeah. and Saphir is gone, um, the cutlery still exists for Ride Destruction as well as um, Emulation Script, but it's like less common now. Sure, uh, you can put money into your big ice. And it stays. What a wonder of wonders. What a world we live in. Yeah, you get Reza Chiashi, and it's not instantly dead one turn later without the runner ever having to break it. Yeah, I wow. I I love the cutleries if if you play them like blind. Like how badass is that? That is the most badass play. Straight up, (laughs) just just knife straight knife run. Do it. I'm face down. It's got to be. I got one and three. Bring it. (laughs) Like. I know it's like I mean the corporation would just not res. Yeah, but but still, yeah, just <laughs> yeah, it's very cool. Yeah, and, and like because because runner needs to interact with ice, which is the runner interaction yes. with the ice is what's interesting about the game. Exactly. So the more times we can do that, the more interesting the game will be. Yep. Yeah, but it feels like given that corp that since the corp can go a little bit slower and not just be utterly blown out, right? That oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's viable again now. Um, It'll be interesting because, like, this, the, the field we have right now, that's the field that's going to be played at Worlds, right? Yep. Because Worlds only, like, it's like in a month. Um, oh, wow. So yeah. it's going to be really interesting to see where people settle. Um, and I have no idea <laughs> at all. <laughs> how How was your uh, corp experience in this Oh, I played Ag Infusion. I think Ag Infusion is super good. Sure, sure. Yeah, it's, it's real good. <laughs> because, like, one, you can res all that big ice and it stays around. You got the Chiashis, like you're saying. Like, yeah, you got Chiashis and DNA trackers and stuff. Um, and then also just being able to click tack, click tax the runner oh, yeah. is great right now. Um, even though Caprice is gone, like, you still have, you know, one game I won because my remote was a Sandstorm and Excalibur and I think the base thing was an unrezzed toll booth. So uh, the runner ran wow. once. Um, I res the uh, I res the sandstorm or I res the Excalibur. Okay. Uh, they popped a Dean. Their Amakua only had like one or zero counters on it, so they popped Dean Lister to have the Amakua had enough strength to break it. Okay. Um, and then it was broken. They got down to the toll booth, and I used uh, Ag Infusion's ID ability to move them over to the archives. Uh, they installed the Dean Lister. They ran again. I ended that run with a Nisei token, and then they ran again, and I res the Sandstorm because they'd already used up all their Dean Listers. Their Omaku was like, you know, strength one or it whatever. It was out of gas. And, and, and the Sandstorm turtle. was just like, oh, you're going back over to the archives. The sandstorm um, just dried out that turtle. Yep. Wow. Uh, and I was like, there we go. And, and that was a, that was like the turn to win the game. Cool. Um, that That is a great interaction. Yeah. That is super cool. But holy crap, that is one tenacious ass runner. <laughs> oh, yes. They were, they were they were set up, but I'm like, all right, I got I got one, one shot at one this, shot. I think. <laughs> um, and it was it was the shot I needed. Cool. Uh, yeah. And I think at the end, he was like, all right, I got to remember, you're going to need to be able to make three runs on the remote, not too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Wow. Um, yeah, it was it was it was very cool. But I think Ag Infusion is actually positioned super well right now, just because you can res that big ice and tack out the and tax out the runners. Um, and even if they get an agenda, like you have enough, you know, flex to just like slam another one into that remote the next turn and be like, you're not gonna be able to pick up a second one, not a chance. Right. We we lost a gift, celebrity gift, right? No, no, no. It was no, saved it in the core. It is saved. Yeah, yep, we can still make. Everybody still wants teacup drafts. Yeah. Why would you not? Why would you not want a teacup? Uh, yeah. So that is great. Um, I think generally, like the few, much like on the runner side, on the corp side, the few uh, like straight econ IDs that exist are all really good. Like Palna, I think is really good. Cool. Um, oh yeah, sure, sure, sure. There might even be a case for running core Waylands, but it seems like actually of 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 the field that was opened up faction wise the most it feels like wayland 
Ooh, yeah. Got way more. If, ever, if anyone's. And that, it's not even like that Waylon got that much better. It's just that, like, NBN. Like, We've always HB, been good. <laughs> NBN and HB got, like, clawed back down to earth, right? That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I've, uh, Keith always brings this, this, this insanely fast Atlas train. Uh, yeah. Titan just it's so it's so and that thing like, is that thing is real real it's monstrous oh, it's, real. it's monstrous oh, yeah. and, like, you're like good he's got no money oh just the audacity what and like yeah. it just out of out of nowhere and it's, yeah. just, it's explosive and it's fast and it's super cool and it's like Waylon winning through money it feels yep. it feels good in that in that case yeah and yeah so I think Wayland is going to be Probably, I don't know. I don't know if they'll take it at Worlds, but I certainly, I think Wayland as a faction has a, has a better shot this year than probably they ever have. Sure, come on, uh, get up there, Green. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I believe in y'all. <laughs> uh, because otherwise, um, uh, NBN, Jinteki, and HB have all won Worlds. Wayland is the only faction, core faction that hasn't. Yeah. Uh, so it would be cool. So it if, needs if, to have if this. This is this, is this is what the, the maybe this is, what, this is what all this shuffling around really was all about. Yeah. It was all about Wayland taking Worlds. <laughs> That's the idea. Um, yeah, Box is just a really big Wayland fan. He's like, "Come on, guys, step it up." Thanks, Box. Um, yeah, so it'll it'll be very interesting to see where everything ends up for Worlds. I bet. I, I'm 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 really I'm really excited about Worlds. Yeah, I, I definitely have like I would have no sense of what the faction breakdown for like one, even one, the top three. Won't it be cool if there be. is a breakdown? Like how cool will that be? Yeah. Like that's like it's not just like a, a, a binary colored pie chart or something yep. like that. You know, it's yeah. gonna be it's gonna be cool. There's gonna be some like weird surprises because yeah, like, it's gonna are... be a, it's gonna be real exciting time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm very stoked to watch all the crazy stuff that happens at Worlds this year. Yeah. Uh speaking Mm-hmm. of conventions yes just four four five uh i guess it depends on when you're listening to this four or five days after you hear this maybe less maybe three um there's going to be the very first shut up and sit down expo or shucks <laughs> here in vancouver british columbia right. inaugural right for, for and our very first one yeah uh, and i know that all the uh, shut up and sit down folks have put in a a ton of work to make mm-hmm. this awesome it's gonna be it's gonna be real good that's right um and of course, given that it's, it's in our backyard, yeah. and that almost never happens, ever. No, because Vancouver's not a good place to throw a convention. <laughs> uh, it's not bad. It's, it's just, okay. that's why it's here. Yeah. That's why it's here. Um, that uh, that we're going to be there. Yep, we it's are. Be awesome. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the event is already like super, super, super sold out. Right. Uh, so if you don't have tickets yet, um, look forward to it next year. It's going to be great. Yeah. But if you do, and we're wondering what you wanted to do during this cool event, uh, Jesse and I are going to be on a sweet panel that's kind of maybe we'll pretend like it's the first live taping of this podcast. Hey, cool. Um, kind <laughs> of, sort of, but we're going to be talking about theme and mechanics in broad game, in board games generally. But of course, of course, Netrunner is going to come up. Yep. No small amount. Definitely. Um, and then, uh, just myself will be on a panel later that same day, Friday at two 30, talking about, uh, community building for competitive games. Like, how to have a competitive game where the community is still full of cool people and not just salty buttholes. <laughs> um, I believe it's, that's that's what it's called. That's it's the called title. That's keep it. your salty buttholes away. <laughs> um, but, uh, again, this is of no use to anyone who doesn't already have a ticket, but for those of you who do and haven't finished packing all your cool board games yet, you should slide your Netrunner decks into your bag when you come this way because we didn't want to, like... We both don't think we'll just have the numbers and also, like, asking people to commit an entire day for the event to a network tournament. Yeah. That's a big ask. It is a big ask. Um, but we did want to have, like, a slightly less formally thing. So on both Friday and Saturday, we're still finalizing the times, but I think on Friday it'll be, like, maybe 5.30, 7.30, something like that. And then Saturday, maybe a little bit earlier, like, you know, 4 to 6 or something. Um, Jesse and I are just going to set up somewhere in the convention hall. We'll send out a message where. And people who want to just come by and play us, uh, we will happily play you. And then in exchange for playing us, whether or not you win or you lose, yeah, uh, we, got a, we got a big old box of very cool prizes that we've just kind of amassed over the last long while. Um, and we'll totally let you have a prize of your choice. That's right. There's, some, there's definitely there's, there's some really cool stuff in yeah. there. And alternatively... I don't know why on earth you'd be listening to this podcast if you don't know how to play Netrunner. Um, so I'm going to assume that like, perhaps you have a friend who's always wanted to get into Netrunner, but for some reason you haven't been able to tip them over the, the edge yet. The, the fool. If they're going to be at Shucks, 
bring them by at that same time. We'll teach them how to play, and we'll also give them a cool, a cool nip out of the old prize bucket. That's right. It'll it'll start them. It'll yeah. It'll it'll uh, that that Gen Z sign Foxfire will just light. That's right. <laughs> light, light their fire. Mm, rotated Foxfire. <laughs> That's why it's even better. You can that's like, true. That's true. That that is that is a prized artifact. It, it belongs is. in a museum. <laughs> that's right. But not a museum of history. Not a museum of history. Have, unless, unless you'd rather have Hunter Seeker. Yeah, obviously. Obviously. That, that's the pick. Uh, but yeah. So come by eleven thirty on Friday for our our cool chat, and then come find us either Friday or Saturday afternoon where we're playing playing cool Netrunner games. Yeah, that'll be that's gonna be a lot of fun. And big thanks to the the, the Shucks guys. Yeah. Shubstick down throwing a great convention. It's gonna be real good. And it. Just in case you're listening to this out of time, this it's going to be on October 10th, I think. Is oh, that what boy. Saturday is? I'm Jeez, pretty sure it's the 10th, uh, right? The 10th? Yeah, okay, sounds about right. Thanksgiving is Monday. Canadian Thanksgiving weekend, yes. Yes, Canadian Thanksgiving weekend. Yes, that's right. So, that's what it is. Uh, yeah, hopefully you can come by. We'd love to see some more folks who listen to this podcast and chat. That's right. Yeah. But there's got to be some of you out there. I think so. Oh, okay. We'll get a few. We'll get a few. We'll get a few. That's good. Um... Yeah. Okay. Well, I think that is that is about it for this cool, crazy band r- restricted cast. Great. It's uh, it's gonna be weird times in the future for sure. Yep. Um. So but it's great that we're finally caught up. Uh, Terminal Seven Wise. Yes. Which is which is good. Yes. We're we're no longer out of date. And, and tomorrow morning <laughs> like there's gonna be another new update about. <laughs> Half the lunar cycle, all the even numbered lunar cycles cards are also gone. And you got to play standing on your head. That's, that's like, right. That's... <laughs> um, yeah. So if folks have any thoughts uh, or questions for us, I would, I'm especially interested to hear where people are going with their deck building, given this crazy new world that we live in, especially on that runner econ side, because that's a puzzle that I have not <laughs> cracked. Send us, send us your ideas. At all, please. On, on runner econ. Please, because new- I don't know what to do. <laughs> I was like, I'm really excited about Los. I'm like, Los is so broke. Yeah, Los, <laughs> Even two credits from Ice Res, it's not enough. Um, yeah, so please write in, let us know, hit us up on Terminal7 at idlethumbs.net or on Twitter at Term7. Again, big thanks to Mr. Gordon McLattery, Sean yes. Pit Audio, doing a bunch of great work. Yeah, and, um, uh, just this evening, I didn't even tell Gordon when we came in, uh, the game that Sheldon the Pit worked on, Night in the Woods, right. they did all the audio for it, at the Unite Convention, Night in the Woods won both the Best 2D Art oh. and the Golden Cube, which is effectively the Game of the Year award. Hey! So congrats, Sean the Pit and Scott and Alec and Alec Finji and right. all you cool people who helped make Night in the Woods real. That game is awesome. Great work, uh, guys. now it's award-winning. Great work, guys. Yeah. 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 Uh, so thank you very much, Gord. Uh, and finally, thank you very much to Mr. Ed Harrison for letting us use his track, Tin Soldiers from the Neo Tokyo OST. Uh, get yourself a sick boombox, throw it on your shoulder, blast that, and then come find us at Shucks. <laughs> and to make sure you've got the right album to do that, you go to edharrison.bandcamp.com. Okay, talk a little more for me to get my love. Oh, there it is. Big stretch. Coming at you. Big and stretching. Right out of here. Whoa. His arm stretching it. What a cool time. Posture's bad. Keeping it out here. Mel's is the worst level level checker ever. <laughs> what? It's fine. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. No, well, it looks like I'll be talking this loud the entire time. Welcome to Welcome All Things to- Considered. <laughs> <laughs> and that little boy that nobody wanted turned out to be. <laughs> <laughs>